Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host and soul-centric leadership coach, Anastasia Burtnick. If you are a spiritual seeker looking to learn, grow, and make deep and lasting change in your life, you are in the right place, my friend. I'll be serving you up juicy topics on soul work, relationships, purpose, power, and everything in between. Together, we are going to dive deep into our hearts and souls so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick, and it is my pleasure to be here with you again today. So what I want to talk about today is loving yourself, is loving others, and how to love others without condoning their actions. You know, I grew up in the church. I was baptized Catholic, converted to Orthodox, mainly because the Catholic priest said my dad was the wrong type of Catholic, so I couldn't get my first communion. There's a whole story around that. But, you know, I I grew up in the church hearing teachings from the Bible and the one teaching that stuck out in my head that I never understood until only a few years ago when I started doing all of this work on myself was love thy neighbor. I never, I never understood it. Now I had, I mean, I had a rough childhood um, and we were very poor. We experienced a lot of hardship. And also, while I was growing up, I was bullied all the time, all the time. And there were so many bad things happening in life that I couldn't imagine how on earth I was expected to love someone when they hurt me. And that's that's all I understood was that I was supposed to love everyone and that if I didn't love everyone, then I was no good. So I never understood it. And I always pushed against it because I was so hurt. I was in so much pain all the time. You know, I remember being young and going to confession so that I could have my communion on the, on Sunday and I would confess all of my sins about the thoughts, the negative thoughts that I had towards other people, like the hateful thoughts. And it was all against people that hurt me, that bullied me. And I would confess my sins. And I always, I always thought, why is it that in order for me to be worthy, I have to, like, it's, it's not okay for me to feel these feelings. It's not okay for me to be hurt. And I have to love them and I have to forgive them. I never understood. But now, 
after doing so much work on myself, especially integrating my sh- integrating and healing my shadow. I understand what it means and I practice what it means to love thy neighbor. And I fully understand forgiveness. I came to understand this when I started doing shadow work and even healing on myself because so our shadow is all of the parts of ourself that we would rather not be. It's the parts of ourselves that we are told are bad, that are no good, that we shouldn't be this way, we shouldn't be that way. And then there's the part of our shadow, which is our light shadow, which is actually our brilliance. So all of our gifts, but we're, we're told to not let them shine. Don't be too bright. Don't toot your own horn. That's not really a gift, so don't share it with the world. So all of these parts of ourselves, we've locked away. And what happens is when, when we've locked them away, they're not integrated into ourselves. So if you were to imagine it like our human body and organs, each part of our shadow that we are told is no good for us, it's like removing an organ that somehow still lives outside our body. But it's like removing an organ. And you remove more and more of your, of your organs, of your shadow, until there's very little left. And what happens is your shadow starts popping up in your life. And it pops up in ways that are not fun. Um, because that's, that's why we get triggered. That's our shadow. So what we need to do is reintegrate them. Now, if you're missing parts, if you don't reintegrate all the parts of your shadow, I mean, you're still going to be physically alive, but there's going to be a lot of triggers that come up for you because what you can't accept within yourself is what shows up in your life. You know, the universe teaches us lessons all the time and it's asking us to be whole. It's asking us to grow. It's asking us to raise in consciousness. It's asking us to share our gifts. And so it sends us lessons. The lessons might be quiet at first, but the more that we don't listen, the louder the lessons get. You know, I remember when I was still in the military thinking that this was not my forever career. I knew I was meant to do something different. I knew I was meant to do more, but I didn't know what. But I never made any changes. I just kept doing the same thing day after day. I was going to stay in the military for as long as I felt comfortable. And I had gotten signs that I needed to change, that I needed to slow down, that I needed to take a different route. And I ignored those signs. Now, I didn't realize that they were signs at the time, not not consciously. Um, And the reason I know that I was getting signs is because hindsight is 20-20. 
So I was getting all these signs to make changes and to start doing healing work and and everything. And I ignored them. So they got louder and louder and louder until it felt like the universe basically hit me with a Mack truck. And I was at the point where every time I tried to do the same thing that I had always done, my body physically couldn't do it. My soul wouldn't let me. The universe said, enough is enough. You have to change. We're not giving you any other choice. So your signs can be very subtle and you need to learn to listen to them or they can end up being very big and it can feel like the universe runs you over with a Mack truck. And then you're going to be forced to make changes. And, you know, I, I do say the word forced, but I still had a choice because in those moments I could have I could have ignored it. I could have not made any changes. I could have stayed really depressed and really sick. I could have not honored myself. I could have let depression take me, but I didn't. I decided that I needed to change, that I needed to heal, and that that was my priority. So even if it feels like you are being forced into something, you still always have choice. There is always choice. But you will be guided down the path that you're meant to go. That guidance will always be there. You know, there's a quote, and I don't remember who it's from, but it's, the pain will push you until the passion pulls you or your purpose pulls you. One of the two. Anyway. But it's so true. When we're going through life, the pain of what we are in, of the situation we're in, of what we're going through, will keep pushing us until the purpose and the passion pulls us forward. And then it's no longer painful. If you think about any major transition in your life, there was likely some kind of pain point that was pushing you until you fully took over and accepted it and then you started moving forward on your own without having to be pushed and that pain point went away. This happens on small scales and this happens on large scales. Now, integrating the shadow back into yourself is so important on our journey. You know, there's, there's many teachers that talk about love and light, love and light, love and light, and that's beautiful, and it's also only half of the story. There is love and light, but you need to go into the darkness. You need to do that healing work, because if you don't do that healing work, you're not getting to the root of things. You're not unlocking the parts of yourself that you've pushed away. And your life is never going to be a true reflection of what you are capable of. And you are still going to have stagnant soul growth if you are only focusing on love and light. 
Now, if you're at the very beginning of your journey, love and light is beautiful because likely you've never experienced it before. You don't know what it is to live with a positive mindset, to love yourself, to love others in a true way. So love and light is very important because it opens us. But then we have to bring that light into the darkness so that we can reintegrate ourselves so that the whole of us is unlocked so that the whole of us is healed not just parts now when you were looking at the lessons of love thy neighbor of forgiveness in order to truly understand and embody it, you have to go into the shadow. You have to heal the things that trigger you. Now, when we are triggered by something, again, this is the, the world reflecting back to us what needs to be healed within ourselves. So a good example here, and I'm not going to use names, um, but within my friend group, one of the, one of the friends, she no longer aligned with the term witch, and that's totally okay. And we um, are that tip particular friend group is very about energy. Like we use, we use the term, witch, we use the term coven and it's beautiful. Now for me, my belief, my own personal definition that I have come to understand and embrace about the term, witch is that it's a woman in her power, but there are many definitions. And just because a word might have a certain definition to you or a certain meaning to you. It might not feel good for somebody else. Now, what happened is um, this, this one friend, she was, she was going through a rough time and she was going through some soul growth and she no longer aligned with that term. And she had made a public post about it. Now, When she made that post, it was not about anybody specific. It was about her own experiences, her own feelings. And that's beautiful. She's so honored her own journey, her own self, and her own needs. And she decided that um, she was going to distance herself from that friend group chat. And that's totally okay. That's what she needed. Now, on the other hand, there was a couple people um, in the group that were feeling very hurt by the words that she used. So we're, we're looking at two sides of this story here. And, and the reason that I'm telling you this story is I'm not pointing fingers at anyone, but there was triggering on one side where someone, where the one friend needed to move away from a certain term, like the word witch, and she needed to distance herself and, and honor her own boundaries. And some of her words triggered 
hurt and pain points in other people. Now, it ended up becoming a little... I don't, I don't even know what, to, what word to describe it. I don't want to use the word volatile because that's too intense. But it, it, just, it was a, a heavy energetic situation. People were, were feeling hurt on both sides. And there are ways that, yes, it could have been handled better. Now, the reason I'm talking about this, though, is because myself, I was able to stay very neutral. And... I was able to just give love to all parties involved and I didn't take sides. Um, I still talked to both parties. There was, it was very, it was very neutral. It came from just a pure place of love during this situation. So I made sure to love and take care of the friends that were hurt in the group. I made sure to take care of and love the person that left the group. And that's, that's, beautiful and it's totally okay. And I was able to do this because I healed my own wounds. Because prior to that, I would have either said nothing or I would have taken sides or I myself would have been hurt. And I can I still felt I felt both things. I I felt both sides. I felt the one person's pain and I felt the group's pain. And I was able to look at that and say, okay, how can I come at this from a place of just pure love, no judgment, and how can I support both sides? Because neither side meant to hurt the other. It was just taken out of context. It was taken in a way that unfortunately hurt people's feelings. Now, the, because I was able to come at this from love, because I was able to come at this from neutrality, it meant that the group was supported and this other individual um, was supported. Now, I was able to give them love. I was able to give them healing. And I was able to maintain and bridge an even deeper friendship with both sides. And I didn't feel like I was betraying one side or the other. I felt like I was just deeply connected, deeply grounded in my own soul, in my own, in my, yeah, in my own soul. I was deeply grounded in that so that no matter what actions I took, it was always from a place of love in those moments. And I had been talking to another friend of mine and she, we had been talking about this situation that had occurred. And she said that she wasn't able to reach out to the friend that had left the group for quite a while because she was feeling guilt. She was feeling shame and, and, and hurt. And she didn't know how to be neutral in that moment. And what she was telling me is that she wishes that I had the ability to be as neutral as, or that rather that she had the ability to be as neutral as I was in those moments so that she could support both sides. So the fact that she wasn't able to be neutral is totally okay. It just means that she's on a different level of soul growth and that there's more healing for her to do.
and it doesn't make me better or make her worse. There's, there's never any better or worse. It's just, how can you approach something from love? You know, when you have the understanding that hurt people hurt people, it changes things because when people are hurting, their actions or their words may hurt others. Whether it's unknowingly, maybe it's knowingly, it's hard to say. There's always, there's two sides to everything. But knowing that people who are hurting have the ability to hurt people because they, in that moment, have like a block up. It's like they have blinders on. So they can see and feel what they're feeling and they're not able to necessarily see the other side at that time. And being able to see the other side, both sides of things, comes with growth. It comes with healing. And this is why the shadow work is so important. So knowing that hurt people hurt people, and then also that sometimes when someone says or does something and you receive it in a way that makes you feel hurt or angry or triggered or whatever it is, it may not have been that person's intention to hurt you. And you need to also understand that. And you need to understand where you can give that person love and where you can do healing on yourself. So the the lessons are all intermingled and they're twofold. So you really want to focus on where can you heal and where can you give love? And then you also want to sink into forgiveness. Now, forgiveness. I've always believed that forgiveness is the unburdening of oneself. Forgiving someone is more about you and your own healing than it is about the other person. You know, I I know so many people who are so stuck in holding on to the resentment and hatred and fear and needing to protect themselves that they don't want to forgive because they feel like if they forgive someone, they have to condone their actions. And that's not actually the case. When you forgive someone, you're not condoning their actions. So if somebody punches you in the face, for example, if you forgive them, what you're doing is you're not saying that it's okay that you punched me in the face because that's not okay. That sucks. Nobody should ever get punched in the face. So you're not saying that in forgiving that person that you're, that you're condoning their actions. You're not saying that it's okay you punched me in the face. What forgiving that person does is it's actually saying to yourself, it's okay for me to let go of this grudge, of this resentment, of all these negative feelings. It's okay for me to let go of those feelings 
It doesn't make their actions okay, but I don't need to hold on to that hurt. I am allowing myself in this moment of forgiveness to heal. And that is what forgiveness is. It is about allowing yourself to heal. And the other thing about forgiveness is that if you withhold forgiveness, not only are you withholding healing from yourself, but you are, you're choosing to not move forward and you're choosing to protect yourself and build walls around your heart, whether you realize this or not. And the walls that you build around your heart in those moments where you're choosing not to forgive, where you're holding grudges, holding resentments, when you build those walls, you're shutting people out. And then it's harder and harder for you to connect with people in good ways. It's harder and harder for you to heal because you have so many walls around your heart. So when you are withholding forgiveness, you are withholding love from yourself. You are withholding healing from yourself, connection from yourself. By withholding forgiveness, the person you are hurting most is you, not the other person. And, and I know that our brain thinks differently. Our brain thinks I have to withhold forgiveness because they were bad and therefore they don't deserve my, my forgiveness. But it's not about them. Instead of saying they don't deserve my forgiveness, you are saying I don't deserve my forgiveness. By you withholding forgiveness from somebody else, you're not actually affecting them. You're affecting you. You know, if you think about it in terms of, say you are in a grocery store and somebody rams you with a cart, they don't apologize, they don't care, they just keep going and you're like, what the heck, man? Like I was standing here and then you're, you're angry. And you're frustrated and you're like, that person is a jerk. I don't like that person. That person should go die in a hole. Whatever litany of things that is now in your head, you're withholding forgiveness from them. They've already gone off and they're like, do, 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 do. I'm going to continue my grocery shopping. And in the meantime, you're holding on to that, to all of those heavy, heavy energies and feelings. And you're swirling in that. And you're building up a heart wall and, you're, and you're, you're building more anger and you're building more blocks in your body, which causes pain and it causes disease because you're holding on to that heavy energy and that heavy energy gets stuck in you. You're not hurting the other person. You know, that, other per- that other person's not affected by all the energy that you're holding. The only person that's affected by it is you. So you need to learn to forgive. You need to learn to come at things from a place of love. You know, coming at things and at people and situations from a place of love is a practice. 
It is a skill. It is a muscle that gets honed over time. It is not something that you typically wake up overnight and you're like, oh, I got this now. You have to work at it. And the work comes from looking at where you judge people. It comes from acknowledging where you have work to do and then doing that work and healing yourself. It comes from understanding that other people have hurt and pain and things that they need to work on. And that every single human being, no matter what, is deserving of love. And knowing that distinction between every single human is deserving of love, but it's, I'm still not going to condone their actions. It still doesn't mean that they didn't hurt me or that they didn't do something. It just means that you can love people because every single human is deserving of love. And maybe if they had more love in their life, they received more love energy, they would have the ability to heal. Because when somebody is hurting, it means they're also closed off. So they don't know how to give love and they don't know how to receive love. So if you can learn to give love freely, because giving love freely is not taking anything from you. You are part of creator. You are part of the divine. So when you give love, you're not just giving your own love. You're giving God's love, creator's love, the universe's love, whatever word you want to call it. You are giving the divine love that flows through you and you're letting it emanate from your heart. It's like you are walking around basically Care Bear staring at everyone. Some people might have shields that deflect it. That's okay. Then your love's going to bounce back at you. Some people might absorb a little of that love. So grumpy Care Bear might turn into slightly less grumpy Care Bear. The point is that every time you open your heart and you love someone and just love them for who they are, where they're at, and in spite of everything that is going on with them, you are actually awakening the world. You're raising consciousness. You are helping the world heal. The world is not capable of healing without love energy. And it is our job as light workers to help the world heal and to give our love energy. Our energy mixed with the divine's energy is the most powerful gift we have. And if you feel like you don't have any other gift in the world, you have that. And that is so beautiful and so unique to you. And the reason that it is unique to you is because your soul essence mixes with the divine love to create this beautiful thing that only you can create. And every single person in the world, their energy is needed. So focus on putting love energy out in the world rather than heavy energy.
That is what loving thy neighbor means. And that is what forgiveness means. You are looking at things from a place of neutrality. Because whether you want to admit it or not, every single thing in this world is neutral until you give it meaning. You think of a dog. A dog is absolutely neutral until you give that dog a meaning to you. If somebody says hello to you or says nice smile, every single thing is neutral until you give it meaning. So you could take that hello or nice smile in a good way, or you could take it in a negative way, or you could take it no way at all and just be like, okay, hello, I'm giving you love. By coming into this place of neutrality, we can create a beautiful and sacred container for the people in our lives or the people that cross our lives. Because rather than spreading fear or hatred or anger or resentment, guilt, shame, regret, we're spreading love, we're spreading joy. And we can understand people on an even deeper level. You know, if I go back to that example of the friend who left the group because she wasn't aligned with that, with the term witch anymore, I was able to love everyone in the group. I was able to love her. I was able to understand where she's coming from and understand where everyone else is coming from. And I was able to help everyone heal. And had I not been able to come from that place of neutrality and that deep understanding of just how we as humans work and how we as humans and soul beings grow and heal, that level of healing would not have occurred. And there would have been more hurt between both parties. Because there would have been no foundation, no container for people to feel safe in so that they can express themselves, so that they can heal, so that they can still continue to feel loved and accepted and wanted. And you know, loving thy neighbor does not mean that you are getting rid of your own boundaries, that you're getting rid of your own values or belief systems. It just means that you are sending them love. You're still holding yourself separate because you're coming from this neutral place. So you're separate in that you're still within your own boundaries. You're still within your own values. You still know what you stand for. You're not wishy-washy in that. You are just holding a container so that somebody else can receive love and healing. And you know, even if you think that that love and healing is not important or, you know, hey, I just passed a stranger on the street and maybe I smiled at, smiled at them and I sent them some love. That 
even, even an interaction that small can have a profound effect on an energetic level because each and every one of us are energetic beings. We are all interconnected no matter what. When you break everything down, we are connected to the chair we're sitting in. We are connected to the person in the next room across the world. We are connected to everything. It is only our perception of things that creates distance and separation. So use your energy wisely. Allow yourself to love with an open heart, knowing that it doesn't affect you negatively. You're not hurting yourself. You're not giving anything away. You don't have to protect yourself and take extra measures by being hard. You can protect yourself by being open and loving. That is the best and the strongest way to protect yourself. And, you know, the other thing, if you get into auric fields, an auric field that's full of love is much stronger than one that's full of hatred, for example. An auric field that's filled filled with hatred is going to have holes, it's going to be weak, it's going to be permeable. Whereas if it's filled with love, it's only going to attract more love. So you're going to be stronger. So live with an open heart. Love others. Love thy neighbor. And allow forgiveness to be your greatest tool for yourself. All right, guys. That's where I'm going to end it for today. If you need more support in this work, then I want you to reach out to me. I am offering Theta Healing Sessions, which is energy healing. They're really beautiful. We can work on pulling beliefs and feelings and traumas from your body. We can work on healing your physical body, bringing new things into your life. There's a limitless amount of things we can do with theta healing. And then I also offer my one-on-one coaching, which I do incorporate healing into as well, because the coaching is so beautiful and I love coaching you guys. And now I have the ability to go even deeper and solidify some of the things that you need to learn and some of the beliefs that we're going to reinstill into you that are going to serve you. So whether you are feeling called to do an energy healing session or a coaching package, then reach out to me. Let me know where you need the most support and let's start changing your life. Because if you keep waiting, your life is going to stay the same. And I want to help you move through these things. I want to help you feel like you can love freely and easily I want to help you feel like you can embrace your gifts and share them with the world and that you can feel solid in in times of uncertainty like we are going through now. So reach out. Let's do this. Okay, guys, I love you. I will see you on the next episode. You are amazing. Talk soon. Talk soon. 
thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. Do you want to feel powerful, vibrant, and happy in your daily life? Get in on my free Walk Your Path to Power Challenge. Head on over and join me at AnastasiaBurtnick.com forward slash power. If you love what you heard today, I would be over the moon if you could leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.